Thanks for joining us for our look at the wineries and history of the Spring Mountain Appalachian. On this beautiful Spring Mountain Day, I'm joined by D. Lynn Proctor. He's the director of Fantesca State Wines and Vineyards. D. Lynn, thanks so much for being here today. Thank you very much, Jeff. I'm happy to be here with you today. Before we talk more about Fantesca, talk a bit about your own personal history and what brought you here to Fantesca and to Spring Mountain. Well, uh, my personal history on the mountain, uh, I've, I've only been a resident of Napa for the last eight years. And it's funny you ask, my personal history is a little bit sorted, and I'll tell you why. Being a resident of California and Napa Valley, I actually didn't spend that much time in my home because I looked, at, looked after the Americas region for pinfalls. So I spent a lot of my time in South Australia, in Adelaide, the Barossa Valley, of course, through Southeast Asia, China, and everywhere else, but also looking after the Americas. So it's actually good for me since I've left that post and I'm now looking after Spring Mountain, uh, looking after Fantesca Estate and Winery on Spring Mountain. I actually get to enjoy a place that I've lived in for the last almost eight years. So And fill in some of the details about Fantesca Estate Winery. Absolutely. So we were founded in 2004. That was our very first vintage. And the name Fantesca comes from a 16th century comedy troupe called the Commedia dell'arte. Now, you've probably heard of the character called the Harlequin, but few people may know his love interest, La Colombina. She was actually a maidservant, but when she became her alter ego, if you will, her name became La Fantesca. She was the sexy and seductive and sultry flip side of La Colombina, if you will. And that's when the Harlequin's eyes would really, really get big, and he loved her incredibly much. Now, this was an Italian troupe, Italian comedy troupe, that performed as early as 1545. And of course, throughout history, there have been many, many renditions of the Comedia dell'arte. I mean, and and when you really think about it, the Comedia dell'arte actually inspired modern-day jazz, modern-day ballet, as well as the Cirque du Soleil. So how did that become the name for the winery? It's a great story, but what's the connection to the winery? Well, the connection is the proprietors of the winery, Susan Hoff and her husband, Dwayne Hoff, you know, they spent a lot of time traveling, traveling throughout Piedmont, traveling throughout Tuscany, Emilia Romagna, all throughout central and northern Italy. And of course, they came across uh, a lot of great museums and a lot of great showrooms and a lot of great um, uh, of their findings, if you will, throughout Florence and Siena, all throughout Tuscany. And Susan Hoff, the proprietress, actually came across this incredible, you know, comedy troupe, just the history of it. And it really, it really rang true with her, you know, a powerful woman in a play, because Think about back then. The English would never put a woman on stage as a thespian, would never put a woman in, in a play. It was always a man dressed in a wig and makeup or, of course, a eunuch. So the fact that the Italians would put a very powerful female character on stage, Susan Hoff, the proprietress, just absolutely loved it. And it, it really rang true with her being a very powerful woman herself because she spent, you know, 30 years at, at, at Best Buy at her father's company. So Ultimately, how did you hook up with the Hoffs? Well, you know, I've known the Hoffs for about 15 years now. Uh, the former winemaker, Kirk Vingay, great friend of ours, he was making the wines before our current winemaker, uh, Heidi Barrett. Kirk invited me up to the estate. Oh, this was back in 2005 when he was making the wines. And I, I went up to visit uh, Fantesca and had a great time with Kirk. I met Dwayne. I hadn't met Susan Hoff yet because, you know, she was still running around the world, right. you know, 
as, a, as, a, as an executive vice president for Best Buy, during communications and PR, et cetera. But uh, I got introduced to Dwayne Hoff through Kirk Fingay, and, and the relationship just really continued, 05, 2006, 7, 8, 9. And I would come back and always visit before I became a resident here and just hang out with the Hoffs and hang out with uh, Kirk. And then Heidi started making the wines in 2008. And it was, it was just kismet. It was a wonderful relationship that the Hoffs and I, uh, uh, we had together. And, you know, as time would tell, as time always does, it reveals itself. And I started looking after the winery in January 1st of this year. So it's uh, been a beautiful relationship this 2018. We're having a lot of fun. And give us a little picture of the winery itself. What's the experience like of going to visit Fantesca? We're situated at about 575 to 700 feet of elevation on Spring Mountain, just down the mountain here from where we are currently. And we own 53 beautiful acres. We've got a wonderful, almost quarter-shaped amphitheater of Cabernet Sauvignon that, uh, that faces east and southeast. So it gets that wonderful morning sun to the afternoon. Uh, we own 53 acres, but we only have 10 acres planted. We have essentially nine and a half, if you will, planted to Cabernet Sauvignon. And we've got just that half acre that's planted to uh, Petit Verdot. We've got some clone four Cabernet Sauvignon, some clone six, a little bit of 337. It's all on 3309C or either 110R rootstock. It's just beautiful. And the fact that Spring Mountain, where we are situated, we've got this wonderful uh, kind of soil of basalt and andesite, a little bit of Aiken loam, and it allows this natural high acidity of the Cabernet Sauvignon, a, a higher pH, if you will, and the balance of the wines is incredible. Bright red fruit, and uh, that's, that's something that Heidi, uh, she, she crafts incredibly well. Now, we only make less than 500 cases of that estate Cabernet, so it's... Uh, you know, it's something you have to get your hands on when you can. And how is it available? If people listening to us right now want to get their hands on it, what do they have to do? Well, uh, we are mostly, if you will, we are mostly a DTC winery. Uh, we, 85% of our business is direct directly to the consumer. And about 15% of the wines I will actually offer in a few states uh, throughout the United States. Uh, I do a little bit in Texas, Minnesota, Florida, the Carolinas, and of course, New York State as well as Ontario and Japan. But uh, all guests need to do are, are, are potential members of Fantesca, of our wonderful collection. All they need to do is uh, go onto our website or email me, dlin at fantesca.com, but go onto our website and express interest. We're not open to the public. Uh, we only do three to four tours per day, uh, private appointment only, and we'd love to host you. It's a wonderful experience. On a very clear day, you can look straight southeast down in the Napa Valley. You can see Pritchard Hill and Atlas Peak in the distance on a very clear day. It's absolutely picturesque, Jeff. What are some of the comments that you hear from people that get to go up there and experience the view and see the winery? You know, they absolutely love it. They, they love the experience that we offer. You know, it's almost like going, going into a fine dining restaurant. We greet you at our wonderful winery with, uh, with champagne uh, from one of our favorite producers, one of the Hoff's favorite producers as well, Lallier Champagne. And we take you on this wonderful tour down the deck as you're looking at the entire east and southeast facing Cabernet 
Cabernet Sauvignon vineyards. And we always, you know, the families or the members or the guests will always pose for a picture. And, you know, that's something that they'll remember for the rest of their lives and document. Uh, and then we usually will sip a little bit of our, our burgundies, if you will, our Chardonnay and our Pinot Noir that we craft from the Russian River Valley. Uh, those there on the deck. And then we'll take you into the cave. You'll have a very brief cave experience before we take you upstairs into the Grand Salon so that you can have a little bit of our all great things inspired by Winston Churchill, Bordeaux blends, and our estate Cabernet. So it's an experience that the guests just absolutely adore. And as we were alluding to before, you have extensive experience and have traveled the far corners of the world in the interest of making wine. Wow, wow. Yeah, a little bit of my background. You know, I was fortunate enough at a very young age, uh, around 21, 22 years old, to, to get a little bit of a scholarship, you will. And I spent uh, a 90-day visa in, in London and then three consecutive 90-day visas in northern Italy, you know, learning how to make wines uh, as, a, as an intern, if you will, scrubbing barrels, scrubbing tanks, and all the, all the gritty work that youngsters do or youngsters in wine, if you will, do. I spent a lot of time in Valpolicella and all throughout Verona and northern Italy, Piemonte and, and Lombardy. And, uh, you know, then I, I ran restaurants at a young age. I was a wine director and a sommelier and a general manager. I've been fortunate to do a lot of things. And then prior to joining Fantesca, again, they've been friends forever, I looked after the Americas for Penfolds. So, of course, great wines made in Australia, 175-year-old company. And uh, now I'm situated in my real home, if you will, right here in Napa Valley. And given all of that experience, how do the wines of Spring Mountain compare to some of the great wines of the world that you've had the opportunity to partake of? Oh, they're, they're right up there with the best, Jeff. I mean, Spring Mountain is a very special place. Being an incredibly young AVA, if you will, only, only becoming an AVA in 1993, I think Spring Mountain often gets, uh, if dare I say, forgotten about. People always talk about Howell, and people talk about Pritchard Hill and Atlas Peak and, you know, Diamond Mountain. But Spring Mountain has crafted incredible wines, heck, as early as the 1860s. I mean, think... Carolyn Bell marrying Charles Krug and think about uh, a lot of the things that was going on around Spring Mountain area in the 1880s, kind of during Phylloxera, but post Phylloxera with Hannah Weinberger and all these incredible people. There's a lot of history here on Spring Mountain, a lot of great producers, a lot of great neighbors, and our wines compare with the best in the world because it's high elevation, high toned, incredible Cabernet Sauvignon. Move over Bordeaux. <laughs> I say that jokingly. <laughs> Give, give the website address again. Absolutely. Our website is www.fantesca.com. D. Lynn Proctor, Fantesca Estate Wines. Thank you so much for spending some time with us. Thank you very much, Jeff. Really, really appreciate it.